0: Hallelujah, 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 it's good to be in church, glad everyone is here, Jim we're glad to see y'all back in church, glad you're here, Linda we're glad you're in church with us this morning, hallelujah, 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 we want to pray for the ones who are sick, not able to be here. We know a miracle working God. Yes. Hallelujah. So we want to ask Him to have His way in this service here today. Keep His hand upon His church family. Heal us all. Protect us as we travel. What a mighty God we serve. Yes. Hallelujah. Let's love Him, church. God, God we love, love, love you. Thank you, God, for Your Word is true and Your grace is sufficient. Amen. Thank you God, because Your words have you ever settled in heaven. Standing on Your promises. Bless Brother Luca, Lord, as he reigns the word. word. You Lord, see every need, you need and every petition, Lord. Every need and every petition. More than able. God, you're more than able. You you're you a for Lord. Thank Lord. you, Lord. Standing on your promises, God. Hallelujah. Your word is true. Thank you, Holy God. Thank you, Lord, God, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah So you won't be disappointed Isn't God good? Isn't God good all the time? Hallelujah, hallelujah Thank you Lord, thank you Lord Hallelujah You may be seated The brothers will bring the offering pans And Brother John get ready to sing We're going to have a good church Glory make this announcement if you would while they're coming. It's going to be a baby shower for Ray and Mallory Martinez in the gym Tuesday, January the 12th at 6.30. So remember the baby shower. I'm sorry.
1: I feel like crazy, crazy head. Oh, yeah. oh yeah! I feel
0: preach this morning. Brother Luper, preach to us. Praise the Lord everybody.
2: Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many in the house today has found that Jesus is truly the center of our joy? Why don't we give God praise for that wonderful joy that we have in the Lord today. Hallelujah. Jesus, we love you. We praise you. Come on, lift up your voice and magnify the Lord. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise God. Lord bless you. You may be seated. It's good to see everyone that is in the house of the Lord today. So thankful for God's goodness, His mercy, and His blessings. And thankful that the Lord has allowed us to be in His house today. Amen. I don't ever ever intend on taking the house of the Lord for granted ever again. Amen. 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 And uh, we have found out just how quickly things can change in our life, and uh, not always for the better. And uh, we want to take every advantage that we can of every opportunity that we have to be in the house of the Lord, to worship, to praise, to glorify, to magnify our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. It is good to see everyone that's in the house of the Lord today. A little bit rainy outside. Maybe the Holy Ghost to rain on the inside before we leave this place. How many come expecting God to do something good in the house of the Lord? Amen. Amen. I want to make some announcements before we get into the word of the Lord this morning. One is that uh, we will have a singing Janu- January the 27th. That's on a Wednesday night. And uh, the Atkins family, it's not the Atkins that all of us know. It's Brother uh, Rusty Atkins' brother and uh, his two boys, uh, two sons, which are grown men, will be here with us. And, uh, we're gonna have a great time. It's gonna be a singing. So all of those folks that like singing and don't really care about preaching, it's a good night for you to be here. And, uh, although two of the three are preachers, so you might get a little preaching in the mix also. And, uh, so we're gonna have a great time. Uh, I don't know if any of you have heard them before, but brother, um, brother Rusty Atkins has sung, sang some songs that his brother wrote, and uh, they will be singing some of those songs. Very good, and uh, looking forward. Not just—it's going to be a night of entertainment, but not just entertainment, but uh, praying for the presence of the Lord. So invite people to come with you, and uh, we'll have a great time and uh, worshiping and praising God in song. So that's January the 27th. That's on a Wednesday night. So remember that. Mark that on your calendar. Then February the 2nd, Sunday morning and Sunday night, we have a very special treat. And uh, hopefully this all works out and we don't have any cancellations, but Brother Johnny Godaire will be here with us. We have had Brother Kenny Goder, his younger brother. Uh, brother Johnny Godare is very well-known, wonderful preacher and uh, pastored in Durham, uh, North Carolina for many, many years and is retired now. And uh, we're looking forward to him being here with us uh, February the 2nd. So remember that. And uh, be inviting people to the house of God. Remember tonight after church, tonight, not today, but tonight after church, they will be serving. And uh, we're going to have a great time of fellowship after service tonight. So remember that. There is no charge. We want all of you to come. If you want to give a donation, you're welcome to. If you don't have it to give or don't want to give it, you don't have to do that. We just want you to come and we're going to have a great time of food and fellowship together. Also, we have uh, done some changing and the Sunday school class has got a lot of new teachers on on board that will be teaching for the next few months and looking forward to that. I think a lot of them, this was their first Sunday uh, this Sunday. And uh, so Looking forward to what God is going to do with them. But in doing so, there's a lot of people that uh, has switched from in the gym uh, teaching those children that are in the gym to over here. So if you are available and would like to and uh, like to teach those children in the gym, please see Sister Tiffany uh, after church. And uh, if she's not in here before service is completed, see her tonight. And uh, get your name on the list. We need some help over there in doing that. A lot of people that were working over there is working over here now. And so some of you that were working over here can work over there a while. Just change places. And there's always something to do in the kingdom of God. It may not be always what we want to do, but there's always a job to be done. And uh, so we're looking forward to what God is going to do for us. So I remember those announcements. If you have your Bibles tonight or today, uh, this morning, turn to uh, Luke chapter number 15, Luke chapter number 15, and I'm going to read a few passages of Scripture there, Luke chapter 15. Why don't you take just a moment, this is a, a we would like to uh, show everybody that we're glad that Everyone is here. The people that should be here, we're glad that you're here. Well, everybody should be here, but the home folks, we're glad that you're here. Our guests, we're glad that you're here. And uh, we, can't, we can't step across the aisle and shake hands and hug necks. But would you look at the person next to you or across the aisle from you and just wave at them, speak to them, let them know that we're glad that they're in the house of the Lord today and uh, glad that each and every one is here. And uh, show show them this is a very unfriendly uh, environment that we're in lately. You can't see people smile and um, you can't see people's expression and you can't shake hands and you can't hug necks. But we want everybody to know here today that we are glad that you're in the house of the Lord. Why don't everybody give yourself and everybody a hand clap today. Amen. Amen. I was thinking this morning I have these little notepads that I write my notes on, and uh, I used to scribble them down on the palm of my hand, and uh, Sister Dixon kept seeing me do that. And uh, so she bought me some little notepads and uh, said, here, to keep you from writing on your hand, I bought you some notepads. And she always kept me in notepads. I realized this morning I'm down to my last page. I do have a couple that she had in store but reminded me of such a wonderful lady uh that went on to receive her reward this year. And uh, our prayers are with Brother Dixon. I know it's a difficult time. Uh, Brother Richard, difficult time for you and your life. Brother Duplicy's having a very difficult time um over the passing of Sister Duplicy. It was her birthday the first and then it was his birthday Friday and uh um, we took him as we normally do. We'd always take we'd always had to take them on Brother Duplicy's birthday. Because if we took them on Sister Duplicy's birthday He would forget in a week's time that we took them and we'd have to take them again. So we'd always just wait to his birthday. And uh, so it was quite different uh, at the the dinner table uh, Friday afternoon. And uh, I know it's quite different for all of these ones that have lost loved ones. Brother Myers, pray for him today that has lost loved ones and uh, this past year. But you know... It's never a good time to say goodbye. But you know what we're living for is our reward on the other side. And the main thing is that we're ready when God calls our number. Amen. And so thankful for the people that's been ready to go. And uh, so if you have your Bibles, let's turn to Luke chapter 15. I'm going to read a few passages of Scripture starting at verse number 4. Uh, there's a story here that I'm going to be talking about in chapter number 15 and, and in studying, I was, uh, I, I have this app on my phone and iPad that reads the Word of God to me. And, uh, as I'm going over the Scriptures, I let it read to me as I follow along. And I was skipping across that and something just, I believe it was the Holy Ghost just backed me up and said, Just start at the very first of this chapter. And uh, so I I want to try my best to give to you what the Lord has laid on my heart. Verse number 4, chapter number 15, the book of St. Luke. What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he lose one of them, doth not leave the ninety and nine in the wilderness and go after that which is lost. Everybody say, until he find it. Amen. And when he hath found it, he layeth it on his shoulders, rejoicing, everybody say, rejoicing. Amen. And when he cometh home, everybody say home, Amen. he calleth together his friends and neighbors, saying unto them, Rejoice with me For I have found my sheep, which was lost. I say unto you that likewise joy shall be in heaven over one sinner, everybody say sinner, that repenteth more than over ninety and nine just persons which need no repentance. I'd like to know where Jesus has found those ninety and nine just persons that needed no repentance. But anyway, I guess he knew that some of those scribes and Pharisees that he was talking to felt like they needed no repentance. Let's put our Bibles down. Let's lift our hands and our voices toward God and ask God for his help today. God, we love you. We thank you for the very opportunity that you've given us to come to your house To worship, to praise, and to magnify Your name. I pray, God, that You would anoint me to preach Your Word just like You would have me to. Anoint the ears, the hearts, the souls, the minds, the spirits of every individual in this house today. Touch our hearts. Touch our souls. Move in our lives today, God. We'll give You the praise. Let's give Him some praise and glory in the house.
3: Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah.
2: Come on, lift up your name and shout unto God with the voice of triumph today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord bless you. You may be seated. In the Word of God today, we find that chapter number 15 is dealing with a situation of those that are lost those that have actually left on their own accord now there has been times that that i have been lost i've been lost in the woods before i've been lost in the city before i've been lost in the country on the roads before and uh, i have i have gotten lost on my own accord uh I have gotten lost by accident and I have gotten lost due to GPS. So I have been lost multiple different ways. There's there's a lot of lot of uh you know, I, I I've been my daddy asked me, we were we were out duck hunting one day and and uh me and another uh young man, and uh, we got lost and spent some time in the wood wandering around for a while. And uh, my daddy asked me when we finally got home, he wasn't, he wasn't like the guy that was tending the sheep. I don't think he was really excited that I even made it out of the woods. But he said his question was, how in the world did you get lost on a clear, sunshiny day? And I said, well, it was very easy. It was a lot easier than what you would think. My daddy went hunting for years. I never knew him to carry a compass or anything. In the nighttime, in the daytime, it did not matter. He just had a great sense of direction. And um, that I was blessed with some sense of direction, but not quite as he is. When I get into heels, sometimes I get very confused in heels uh that's very easy to get lost in. And uh so I was kinda like the the man that was asked he was asking directions and he said um, it was in the evening time and he was asking directions on how to go somewhere in the direction that he wanted to go. He knew it was in the east. And uh he asked this gentleman there, he said, How how uh do you go so such and such place? He said, Well, and he pointed in the direct direction of the sun, which is going down in the west. He said, you head that direction. He said, but but the sun is going down and it always sets in the west. He said, oh, I said, you can't pay any attention to that sun. I said, it rises and sets anywhere it wants to. And uh, so there has been times where I've argued with the rising and the setting of the sun about which direction is which, but so far in my life, The son has always been right. And uh, so uh, there is other times that people has gotten, so there has been times where people got lost by accident. Then there is other times that people has gotten lost on purpose. And uh, there has been times that I've tried to lose myself. And uh, as, as you would say, I've tried to,
3: undiscover
2: myself. And kind of like Christopher Columbus said, he is going to discover America. And uh, he said that he was going to discover things. I have tried to undiscover things. I've tried to get lost. I can remember at times when I was running around as a teenager trying to lose myself from Lincolns and Cadillacs. You'll have to Get the rest of that story, my mother always drove Lincoln's or Cadillacs, and I was trying to lose myself from those things and uh, but but there there is a lots of times that things happen not on purpose at all, but it's just by accidents, it's by circumstance, it's by things that that happen in life and so what I want to talk to you about this morning for the next few moments is home home there is always a place for you at home there is always a place for you at home and uh, when i think about home there is a lots of things that we can talk about about what home is now i was blessed some of you may have not been so fortunate as myself, but I was blessed to be raised in a good home, a godly home, a Christian home, a home where there was love, a home where there was always a clean bed to sleep in and a, a clean place to stay. Home was a place that, that I looked at as a place of safety. It was a place of hope. It was a place of Learning, it was a place of understanding. I read one thing about home and and on some of the little cliches and sayings that they have about home. It says, in this house, we are real. We make mistakes in this house, but we say, I'm sorry in this house. We give second chances in this house. We have fun in this house. We give hugs. Of course, this was written before COVID in this house. We forgive one another in this house. We are patient in this house and we love in this house. That is a great description of what a home should be like. A place where you can be yourself. A place where you can take your mask off and just be who you are. A place where you can make mistakes, but a place where you can get forgiveness. A place where everybody, mom and dad and children, know how to say and are willingly able to say, I'm sorry. A place where if you do make a mistake, there is a second chance in this home. We have fun. We hug. We're patient. And we love one another. The best journey, one person said it like this, the best journey that you will ever make in your life is the journey that takes you home. The journey that takes you home. Home, one man said this about home. He said, home is where our story begins. That's what home is. This is a very popular saying that home is where the heart is. There is no place like home. How many likes to go on vacation? Boy, some of you leave town for some unknown reason. But we like vacation. But there is nothing as exciting as it is when it gets time to come back home. I like to go, but if they told me I could go and never come back, I just wouldn't go. If they told me I could go and... Wouldn't have a home to come back to, I would refuse to go because I love being at home. I like home. I like my home. I like where I live, although there is a lot of changes I'd like to do to the house. But I like where I live. I like home. I'm not looking for another home. I'm not looking for another place to live here on earth because I love home. If you don't like home, and if you are married to someone that doesn't like to come home, you got a problem. A serious problem. Because home is where the heart truly is. I can remember, uh, as a young man leaving home. I never, I never dreamed that I would move away from home, but the day come and and um, I did move away from home. I went back home and and uh, I moved away from home again. And I never thought any other place would ever become home. But you see, home is where your heart is. As I started going back home from this home to that home, which was. In Arkansas, I used to get excited about every time I'd get to go home because home was where my daddy was and home was where my brothers and sisters was and home was where my mother was and home was where all of my friends were. But as time passed, I made friends in a new place that I called home. And then as times passed, I would go home and my daddy wasn't at home any longer, and so home felt a little bit different than it had in the past. I went home and and uh, I had a brother that was missing from home, so home felt a little bit different than it did in the past. And then I I kept going back home and and I went home and and then my mother wasn't at home, and then. I can remember at her still, you know, you had the, the popular gathering place where, uh, when you'd go home for, uh, the holidays, everybody would gather at, at mama's house, mama and daddy's house, and then it was mama's house. And I can remember, um, at her funeral, it was like we were all lost because there was no place to go home had simply changed locations because what we loved at home was no longer there any longer. And, uh, so, so things had changed and, and so I started building a home of my own to where, where home is where my wife was and home was where my children are and home is where our memories are, and home is where our fellowship is, and home is where our excitement is, and and uh, home is home is the place that I like to be. It's just simply that that home, although I do have connections that are still there in Arkansas, that's not home any longer because all the things that I, that made home home is no longer there, and I know that. That all of you have experienced these things in life of, of life is simply changing. It's always changing. Now, now I'm going somewhere. Just be patient with me and I'm not going to be long getting there. But, but life changes and, and life plays a part that some things happen that we wish that would never happen and some things change. That we wish would never change. I can, I I, I got I got a picture of of um, when I preach places and and uh, they had to have pictures and and uh, I always I always have one that's on file that I demand everybody that sends them they got to send that picture. Well, it doesn't look like me any longer. It's from quite a few years ago. I've got a I got a picture in my house that I I won't let them take down that was taken at that same time. All the girls are real little, they're all there and and uh, we're just one happy family and and uh, I remember those times and I say I want I want to freeze time in that pose right there. I've got the same picture on my The same time, different picture, but taken at the same time on my office wall. And they say, let me put up a new picture. Although I've added things to my family, there is, there is things that have changed that I wish would have just stayed the same. And we all go back and we look at life like that, but, but things change. Unfortunately, we do not, we do not look the same as we did 15 years ago. Things have changed Some hair has disappeared Some hair has changed colors Some uh, have gotten more wrinkles Some has actually filled out all the wrinkles But life just changes I look and I, I go through this building And I look just a few years ago Now just a few short Eleven or twelve years ago, almost twelve years ago, we remodeled this building and I look at the wear and the tear and I say, boy, I'm going to have to repaint those doors. I'm going to have to repaint the baseboard. I'm going to have to do some upkeep. I'm going to have to do some... Some painting, why? Because of wear and tear has changed and kind of rubbed the face off of the, the doors. You can see where people's put their hands on them. Thank God that there's enough people to put their hands on there to rub the paint off. But, but you have to keep working. You have to keep, because life keeps changing. And this, this story that I, that I have read this morning, Jesus is making a statement to the Pharisees that, that murmured and complained about sinners and the slothful and the ungodly. And so those who were slack and those who were not living up to their greatest potential. And so Jesus tells a story about a shepherd that had sheep that one had went astray. He did not say that they were out there in the wilderness and the shepherd just accidentally walked off and left the sheep. But what he says is he lost this one sheep, this one little lamb. But what this shepherd was making mention of and what Jesus was trying to drive the point home to these Pharisees was... That Jesus thought enough of one lamb that he left everything else to go and search for that one little lost sheep. Although he might have went off on his own. Although he might have went off by himself. He might have wandered through the brush or through the woods or down the hillside. As the shepherd was saying, come back here. Little lamb, come back here, little lamb. Don't wander off too far. Don't go off too far, but he did it on his own. And then he says that when he finds that lamb, he doesn't, he doesn't take his shepherd's staff and beat the lamb and say, you should listen and you wouldn't get lost and you wouldn't take up my time. No, but he takes the lamb in his arms and he places the lamb on his shoulders and he brings the lamb safely back into the fold. If you could say it like this, he just takes the lamb back home where the lamb belongs. And when he cometh, the Bible does say that, and when he cometh home... He called it together, his friends and his neighbors, saying unto them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep, which was lost. There's a place for you at home. There's a place for you at home. How many is thankful that there's a place for you? At home. When I was astray, when I wandered away from God, I'm thankful that there was a place for me. No matter how many come in in the time that I was gone from home, no matter how many prayed through, no matter how many was baptized in Jesus' name. Amen. When he went searching for me. He let me know there was still a place at home. I still got your place reserved at home. I have found my sheep, which was lost. I, I'm reminded, Brother Duplessy told us a story. I've heard it many times, but he told it again the other day. His older brother, Josh, and some of his friends decided that they were going to lo- leave home. And uh, they were down in South Florida, and uh, they had got together and decided that they were going to hop on a train. Home was not a place where they wanted to be any longer. Home just had too many rules, too many restrictions, too many uh, dampers on their wild and free spirits. And so him and a couple of friends hopped on a train, and they started going they were as far south as you could get. The only direction to go was north. And the further north they went, the colder it got. And he said he would jump out when that train would stop at different points and he would jump out and get sticks and jump up in the train and in the boxcar and build a fire to try to stay warm. See, he was in South Florida. He had on short sleeves. He didn't have a jacket. He didn't have anything. He was not prepared to leave home. And so he stayed gone a few days and he was way up north somewhere and he called home. Man, it's always a good time to go home. And he called home and his daddy answered the phone and he said, Josh? He said, yes sir, daddy. He said, Josh, is this you? He said, yes sir, daddy, this is me. He said, Josh said, you wasn't at the supper table last night. He said, if you'll let me, I'll be there tomorrow night, I promise you. There's always a place missing when you're not at home. No matter how many that Jesus had, there was a hundred sheep, but one was gone. And when they were all around the feed trough, The shepherd looked and said, There's still one that should be here. That's not here. I think about my brother. My brother says he hates dogs. He's got about 150 dogs. He said he hates dogs. He said what he means by hating dogs, he said if they won't run an animal or tree an animal, he don't care for them. And so... They all look alike to me. Now, I can tell the yellow-colored ones from the black ones. And I can tell the the white ones from the brown ones. But all those tri-colored ones, they they brown, white, and black. They all look alike. They all have, for the most part, four legs and a tail. And uh, they have a mouth and they have ears. Other than that, they, they, they just all look alike to me. But he'll go out there and he'll say... No, Sally. That was that was old Junior's Junior's pup that was bred to that one. And that one that one had this litter, and there was three of them out. Of that whole litter that was good rabbit dogs, and and um, that one there, and and that one there. That one that one has uh, got Rocky Road for the daddy, and and uh, Big Creek for the for the mother, and and that I said, man, how do you know that stuff? I know my dogs. I said, you know every one of these dogs. He knows every one of those dogs. He knows every one of those dogs by name. And when he goes out there, he knows if one is missing. I said, how do you do that? He said, well, they're my dogs. Now, now that's the way that God is about us. That when we are missing where we're supposed to be. He said, I had the table spread. I had the dinner on the table. Where, where are you at? You're supposed to be right here. This is, this is home. This is where you belong. This is a place that you're supposed to be. He goes into another story about a woman with the lost coin. And then he goes into another story about a man that had a son that we know as the prodigal son. We have Named him the prodigal son because prodigal just simply means that he was wasteful. He was wasteful and he was a reckless young man. In Luke chapter 15 verses 11 through 32 it tells us a story of this prodigal son that came to his father. And said, Father, would you give me what is mine? Now, Number one, how did it ever become His? How was He ever entitled to it? It wasn't His. His dad had worked for it, gained it, and prepared it, and provided it. But that was His, that was His, that was His demeanor. That was His, His notion. That was His, His spirit that, give me what is rightfully mine. I don't want to stay at home anymore. I want to go do my own thing. I want to live the way that I want to live. I want to enjoy the things that I want to enjoy. I want to have the things that I want to have. So give me all that is mine. This father divided between his two sons. And he gave the prodigal, this young man, with this wild spirit, an attitude of give me What is mine? And he gave it to him. And this man, this young man, went away from home. He went away from a good home. He went away from a godly home. He went away from a place that provided his meal in the morning and in the afternoon. He went away from a place that was clean. A place that was well manicured. A place that was well taken care of. To go and to do His own thing. You know what led Him? The same thing that leads a lot of us astray today. And that is, number one, it was His self-will. He did it on His own accord. It was His selfishness. How selfish we get sometimes with our own ideas and our own philosophies. But what about me? What about everybody else that you're hurting? What about the family that you're hurting? What about the relationship that you're hurting? What about the children that you are hurting? Man or woman, before you get into an extramarital relationship, think about this. Think about the ones that you are hurting. You're not just, it's not all about you. You have brought other people into this world that did not ask to be here. It's your responsibility to be faithful. Amen. Don't be so selfish. That you forget your responsibilities in a moment of passion and forget what you're supposed to be doing. This is what this young man done. He was selfish. Honestly, as I go back to when I was 16 years old and I was struggling with myself and my own selfish desires and spiritual situation, as I left my home at 5 o'clock, On a Sunday morning. I was not thinking about my parents who were hurting. I was not thinking about my family members who were hurting. I was not thinking about my youth group who were hurting. As I disappeared off of the scene. You know what I was thinking about? Me. It was my own selfish desires. It was my own self-will. It was what I wanted to do. It was the decisions that I made, just like the prodigal son. Separation from his family was a third thing. Sexuality was the fourth thing. He spent all that he had on riotous living. He was a sinner. He was not a good person. He was not... Doing good at all. But he was filling his life with those who liked the party world. That liked to drink. That liked to carouse. That liked to do their own thing. He joined himself up with the citizens of that country. Another country from what he was accustomed to. Another lifestyle than what he was accustomed to. Joined himself with the citizens of that country. And Let me tell you today, young person, middle-aged person, older person, whatever category you fall in today, and I'm hurrying, I know time is passing by quickly. There is no assurance or security when you join yourself with strangers. There is no security. There is no home when you join yourself with strangers. How many times do you think the father tried to talk to the son and tell him, Don't go, son. Don't do that. All of this is going to be yours. You have a home that you can come to at night. But you know what? This young man found himself doing the most disgusting work that a Jew could ever do. And that was slopping the hogs, working in the hog pen, eating the husk that the hogs did eat. And then all of a sudden, and this is what I want to talk to you about for the next few moments. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, As he is sitting in the hog pen. As he is sitting there and he's slapping the hogs. Hogs were filthy, unclean animals to the Jews. They're filthy and unclean to everybody. But Jews were not to have any dealings with hogs. And he's sitting there and he's slapping the hogs and sitting in the pig pen. No doubt he got mud on him. No doubt he got nasty and dirty and filthy. Had not taken a bath in days. Had not had anything to eat. And he looks at the slop that the hogs are eating. And the Bible said he would feel his belly with the husk that the swine did eat. But what happened? He remembered his father's house. He remembered his father's house. And when he remembered his father's house, I wonder if he thought, I wonder just perhaps there still might be a place setting that I left a few months ago. I wonder if there's still a place setting that I walked away from just a few years ago. I come to tell somebody today that's wandering aimlessly through life that God has sent me here and sent you here for this moment in time to tell you that there is still a place for you At home. Amen. Home is where the memories are. Home is where the fellowship is. Home is where the happiness is.
1: Home is where the hope is. Home is where
2: the help is. Home is a place that you need to find yourself
3: at this morning before you leave this church house.
2: a man wandering aimlessly through life. You, You might have walked away on your own accord. You might have excuses for where you are in life. Amen. It might be that... You would blame it on somebody else or somebody else's problem or what somebody else did or said or where they went or whatever. Whatever it might be. Amen. But you know the real reason you're not where you need to be with God. The real reason is it's you. Amen. You are the one that is in ultimate control today. And God is calling you. And God is reaching for you. And God is is telling you no matter where you're at in life right now, no matter what you've done, no matter where you've been, no matter how far away from God that you are, there is a place for you at home today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But God, it was my self-will God, it was my selfishness. God, I'm the one that separated from You. God, I'm the one that walked away from home. God, I'm the one that said I would never go back. God, I'm the one that said, no, I don't want anything to do with it. I'm preaching to somebody in this house this morning. I'm preaching to somebody that's listening on the Internet this morning. Hear me, backslider. Hear me, person that's walked away from God. Hear me, oh sinner, today. God is calling you. God is reaching for you. God is saying, come back home, prodigal. I know you've been wasteful. I know you walked away. search you out. I've come to pick you up. I've come to clean you up.
1: I've come to wash you up. I've come to forgive you of your sins and your
2: transgressions and call you to the place at home where you belong today. Let's lift our hands toward heaven right now. Come on saint of God, reach out to the Lord today reach out to the Lord today. Amen. God is reaching for somebody right now. God is reaching for a young person right now. God is reaching for a backslider right now. God's reaching for a lost soul right now to let you know He loves you. Don't you believe the hype of the devil that says God does not love you? That God does not care about you? That God does not have mercy for you God is calling you God is bringing you back home today Home is where you belong Home is where you belong As we all stand across this building right now Hallelujah 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 Let's reach out to the Lord Come on everybody Everybody lift your voice toward heaven right now. Lift your voice toward heaven right now. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Come on, church. Lift your hands. Lift your voice. Oh, the Holy Ghost wants to do a work in this place right now. The Holy Ghost wants to draw somebody back home right now. The Holy Ghost is reaching for somebody. Oh, you've been wandering in the wilderness long enough. Why don't you make up your mind? I'm going back. I'm getting back what i got. I'm getting back what I've lost. I'm getting back what the devil's taken from me. I'm going and home, home is where you belong today. You belong at the Master's table. Hey Amen. I think about the Old Testament where David was looking for one of Jonathan's sons or the house of Saul that he could show honor unto them. And they said, there's one Mephibosheth that's in Lodabar, that's lame on his feet. He's been over there since he was a young child. What had happened was, was really not his fault. The nurse picked him up, running, thinking that David was going to take the house of Saul and kill all that was there. That was Saul's. And they run, and while she was running, she dropped Mephibosheth. And it hurt him in his body that he was lame on his feet, never able to walk. They took him to Lodabar, which simply means a dry and a desert place.
3: Out on the backside of nowhere.
2: When they took him to Lodabar, there he stayed for years. But David said, who is this? Mephibosheth. He said I want you to go get him And bring him There's a place For him right here At the king's table
3: But I'm lame But I'm crippled But I have problems
2: But I have faults But I have failures But I have shortcomings God's not wanting wanting you to tell him All that you can't do And all that you don't have the ability to do God just wanting you to come to the table today. God's just wanting you to say, here I am, God. If you can use me, use me. If you can wash me, wash me. If you can forgive me, forgive me. I want to come home. As they brought that cripple into the palace. No, no, he didn't belong there. According to the naysayers. According to everybody that looks Some people say, oh, you don't belong at the king's table. Oh, yes, you do. You belong at the king's table today. Some people say you don't belong in the church. Oh, yes, you do. You belong in the church. This is home. This is home. This is where happiness is. This is where hope is. This is where help is. This is where deliverance is. It's at home in God's house. Every day, every day there was a place, until he died, a place at the king's table for Mephibosheth. Every head bowed, every eye closed right now. I want everybody in this place talking to the Lord right now. Talk to God. Reach out to God. I feel without a doubt God has sent me here to preach this this morning. Would you step out from where you're standing or sitting right now and make your way to this front and say, here I am, God. Here I am, God. Here I am, God. If you're scared of people praying for you, When you come to this front, if you'll just tell me, we'll give you plenty of space. We'll stand back and pray. But you need to come today. You need to come to the table. God's calling you home right now. God's reaching for you right now. God's calling you right now. And while God calls, don't reject Him. Don't turn Him away. Don't run from the call of God, but say, here I am, God. Here I am, God. I need You. I want You. I desire You. I want to come home, God. I want to be at the altar. I want to be at Your table where I belong. Right now, Right now, would you step out by faith? Would you come? You say, oh, I've tried before and failed. I don't care about yesterday. God's not looking at yesterday. God's looking at right now. And God's looking at your future. Won't you come today and say, here I am, Lord. Here I am, Lord. I give it to You. I want to come home. I want to be in the Father's house. I want to be in the Father's house. I want to come home today. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Won't you come and let God touch you today? Won't you come and let God help you today? Won't you come and let God feel you today? Won't you come and let God God renew you today? Won't you come and let God save your
1: soul this morning
3: for me? Hallelujah.
1: Jesus is calling, calling all oh, children. love Lord, Lord I'm coming
2: Let's reach out to the Lord just a few more moments this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord, that you allowed me to come home, God. Thank you, Savior, that you allowed me to come home. Oh, Jesus, 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 Jesus.
2: Work today, work today God, work today God. Let's lift our hands and thank God for His presence that we have felt in the house of the Lord today God, we love You, we worship You, we praise You We magnify You today, God Thank You, Lord, that You've given us a place that we can come home to, God Thank You for Your mercy Let's give God praise for His mercy today God, we thank You today We worship You today, oh God We glorify your name today in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Remember church tonight. Church starts at 7, prayer at 6.30. Choir practice at 5.15. Remember that. Lord bless you. You can be dismissed in Jesus' name.